Today on Annenberg Radio News. They promised they're not going to do that. But as you can see, they're closing our school. A local Catholic high school will be shutting its doors for good. Good afternoon and welcome to Annenberg Radio News for Tuesday, October 30th. I'm Jennifer Chapsky. Another 18 suspected members of a South L.A. gang have been arrested on allegations of narcotics trafficking and illegal weapons possession. This is the second group of arrests in the crackdown on the Florencia 13 street gang. Federal prosecutors say 80 of the 102 defendants named in four indictments are behind bars. More affordable housing will be coming to South Los Angeles thanks to Habitat for Humanity. The organization is building and renovating about 100 homes in Los Angeles and San Pedro. Volunteers and workers are building 14 units near Vermont Avenue and the 105 Freeway. Residents must help build the homes. Angie Garrido will be moving in Unit C2 with her family. Yesterday we were painting uh, the borders and some doors, and today we're cleaning. We're cleaning uh, the houses. Garrido hopes to move in by the end of November. The houses will be sold to low-income families at no profit and financed with affordable mortgages. Catholic schools throughout the United States are fighting to survive. Today, parents from one Los Angeles school are speaking out to save their children's school. Danya Burakoff reports. About a dozen parents gathered in front of LA City Hall this morning to protest the closing of Daniel Murphy Catholic High School, a private boys' school of about 230 students. Naomi Boulevard is the mother of a sophomore at the school. She received a letter in the mail about three weeks ago saying the school would close at the end of the year. The Archdiocese partly subsidizes the school. It says they must shut down the school because of low enrollment and financial problems. I'm angry. I'm so angry. This is where he wants to go. This is where he wants to be. And for them to close it just because of this, it's not fair to them. Sell a painting. You know, talk to the Vatican, sell a painting. One painting will take care of the whole debt, you know, the whole settlement. Parents are willing to see tuition increase $100 a month per student to cover the cost of keeping the school open. But parents say the proposed plans to increase fees and enrollment are being pushed aside. And in essence, we were told that there was nothing that we could do to keep the school open. But the only thing that I can imagine is that they have other plans. Twelve Catholic schools will be at the Daniel Murphy High School campus on November 7th to recruit the students at the school. Tanya Burkoff, Annenberg Radio News. Water and electric bills could soon increase by 9%. A Los Angeles City Council committee took up the rate hike today. The Department of Water and Power says the increase would raise $183 million over three years. The plan calls for giving summer price breaks to San Fernando Valley residents because they live in warmer climates. A meeting is passed tonight. To, at Dorsey High School to address safety concerns from a new metro rail line. Caitlin Funaro reports. The new rail line, scheduled to open in 2010, will connect downtown Los Angeles and Santa Monica. Community members in South Los Angeles are afraid the fast-moving trains will be a safety hazard for students at local schools. Damian Goodman of the Fix Expo campaign is encouraging parents to ask transit officials to change plans so that the train will not run at street level. People need to know these things, and we believe once they do, they'll, they'll rally 
to the, the community group that's been created to try and get our political leaders to address these problems by building the line completely grade separated, meaning no street crossings, meaning completely elevated or completely below grade. The informational meeting will take place tonight at 6.30 p.m. at Dorsey High School. A public hearing on the issue is also scheduled for November 5th. Caitlin Finero, Edinburgh Radio News. It was diversity grading time for the TV networks today, and the results were less than spectacular. Matthew Mundy has more. The TV networks received their diversity report cards today, and things, once again, don't look good. The multi-ethnic media coalition handed out grades to the big networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox, and in most areas the coalition said that the networks had not made any large improvements on diversity. Vic Bullock of the NAACP has more. The diversity pie has kind of held around 12% when collectively we're 33% of the population. So that needs to be addressed. The ethnic media groups in the coalition gave out varying grades, with the Latino American media group being the least disappointed, followed by the Asian American group. The American Indian media group handed out near-failing grades to all four networks. Matthew Mundy, Annenberg Radio News. Now a look at the weather as the cooling trend continues. Tonight's low should be 54 degrees. It looks like beautiful weather through Thursday with highs in the mid-70s. Make sure to bundle up for trick-or-treating. Tomorrow night's lows should be in the mid-50s. Still to come on Annenberg Radio News. There could be a light at the end of the, tu- of the housing crisis tunnel. Habitat for Humanity builds homes for some lucky residents in South Los Angeles. There was a time when a Catholic school was an affordable alternative for families who wanted a quality education. In the last 15 years, hundreds of parochial schools have shut down. And now Los Angeles is losing the Daniel Murphy Catholic High School, a boys' school in the Fairfax neighborhood. Donya Burakoff reports. Naomi Palavar wears a gray sweater sporting her son's high school football team. She and a dozen other parents were protesting the school's closing at City Hall today. He's been very depressed. Most of the children there, I mean, you can see it in their faces, they're just depressed, you know, and it's so sad. And being a parent, you want to take that away from them, and it's hard. She fears her son will be forced to transfer somewhere else, and he will lose the tight-knit group he has at Daniel Murphy. It is difficult. I mean, you got so many things going on, you know, especially with the little boy. You know, well, he's not little, he's like six feet, but, you know, and this is what he wants. He wants Daniel Murphy to stay open. It's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful school. It's, it's, it's a great school. I'm so happy with what, you know, my son's accomplished and what he's, you know, enjoying. You know, he plays football for the team, so of course they've got that brotherhood of all the football players. Palavar received a letter in the mail from Archdiocese saying the school was going to close. She had no idea the school was in danger. But we're trying to rally together and they keep telling us it's final. It's final. You know, it's like they're not even giving us a chance. They're not even giving us hope. But we're still trying. We're trying. We have to. Marissa Robin is another parent. She's wearing a bright red t-shirt she made that says SOS, Save Daniel Murphy High School. Because we have to. We can't just stop. We can't just say, okay, we'll just get a transfer. We can't do that. We have to show the kids we care. The Archdiocese blames the closing on a drop in enrollment and financial problems. But many parents think it's related to the millions of dollars being paid in lawsuit settlements stemming from child molestation cases. 
This all-boy high school has more than 200 students enrolled. A dozen of other Catholic high schools will be on their campus November 7th to start recruiting them. Tanya Burkoff, Annenberg Radio News. Now back to our top story. Fourteen lucky families will soon be moving into new homes being built in South Los Angeles. David Chong stopped by the construction site of this special project that will bring affordable housing to the city. Hundreds of men and women in hard hats are hammering, sawing, and digging at this building site on Vermont Avenue. But these aren't typical blue-collar construction guys. Most of them are volunteers for Habitat for Humanity, a nonprofit group that builds houses for needy families. Jeff Pope is with a group of volunteers from the Carmaker Nissan. We have people on roofs nailing shingles. We have people sweeping floors. So from, from the littlest jobs to the largest jobs, you can, you can find a way to fit in and help out. Los Angeles is the site for this year's Jimmy Carter Work Project, an annual event where the former president joins volunteers in building affordable homes. Habitat for Humanity field director Stephen Seidel says affordable housing is in short supply in the city. We chose Los Angeles because we wanted to demonstrate how, first of all, important it is to build affordable housing in large metropolitan areas like Los Angeles, but especially to point out the challenge of building affordable housing in a market where the difference between um, regular incomes and the average price of a home is so far out of whack. Solar panels and energy-efficient furnaces will be added to the condominium-style apartments. Habitat says making the home sustainable and affordable go hand-in-hand by reducing energy costs. Many families who qualify for these homes currently live in houses that are too small, and they cannot afford to buy a house in the city. Angie Garrido lives in an apartment in Gardenia with her mother and two children. We felt like buying a house like five years ago. But for some reason or another, we couldn't buy it. But now recently, me and my mom were talking about it, but it's too expensive. It was too expensive. We couldn't afford it. But then last month, she got a call from Habitat for Humanity. They said they had a home for her family. I was excited. I was at work. I wanted to scream. But the first uh, thing I did, I thank God for the opportunity to give me this house. 14 units will be built on the site, and another 30 are in construction in San Pedro. Habitat also plans to renovate 70 homes through the end of this year. David Chong, Annenberg Radio News. Century Housing is a nonprofit finance and social service organization that provides affordable housing. I spoke with the director of policy, Tim O'Connell, and asked him to define affordable housing. Nowadays, we say that if you're spending more than, a, than 30% of your monthly income for housing costs, and that includes rent, insurance, if it's a home that you, you have property insurance on, taxes and utilities, then you're probably overpaying. If you figure that you're going to lose about a third of your income to taxes and you're using another third of your income for housing, and that only gives you a third of your income left for shoes for the kids and food and medical costs and all of the other expenses of life. We have uh, in Los Angeles something like a half a million people who are overpaying to the point where they're spending more than 50% of their income for housing costs. How exactly is it determined who receives affordable housing? There's kind of three major approaches. The, the biggest one that most people think of and hear about is Section 8. Uh, and Section 8 is a federally funded program that helps tenants pay their rent. It subsidizes their rent payment. Section 8 is operated by local public housing authorities. You have to earn less than one-half 
of the median income for your area. So the dollar amount varies by city. In Los Angeles, the income qualifying level for a family of four is uh, about $30,000. The other program, which some people are familiar with, is called public housing. It's, uh, again, federally subsidized housing. But in this case, the public housing agency owns and manages the units. They act as the landlord. That program, again, is funded by Congress, and it has been drastically underfunded in the last few years uh, to the point where some public housing authorities are withdrawing from the program completely and converting their public housing to uh, locally owned housing and giving up the, the federal subsidy. The third one is privately owned housing, whether it's owned by a for-profit entity or a nonprofit entity. Uh, many church groups and nonprofit organizations have developed housing with public subsidy. That housing has to be rented at, at uh, below market rents. Uh, different programs have slightly different rules. Some of them are set aside for seniors. Some are set aside for the disabled population. And uh, some, most of the properties are just for families, people who don't earn enough money to participate in the market economy. O'Connell says despite the three kinds of affordable housing, there is still not enough to handle the number of people who need it. Now we check in with Alex Michelson to find out what's coming up on Annenberg TV News at 6 p.m. on Trojan Vision. Thanks so much. Some breaking news to tell you about. Grady Little, the manager of the Dodger, just announced that he is resigning, which is further intensifying speculation that former Yankees manager Joe Torre could be taking over the Dodgers job. Coming up, we'll have reaction from Dodgers fans on campus. Plus, as people begin to return to their homes in San Diego, we're going to go with one family at, for their journey as they uh, take a look at the damage, a look at some green-friendly homes downtown, and of course, our weekly conversation with Pete Carroll coming up on the TV version of Annenberg News later tonight. Thanks so much. Thanks, Alex. Health officials say it's getting easier to breathe outside. The air quality has improved since last week's fires, and officials say Los Angeles residents and schools can now resume exercising outdoors. To see pictures from the Affordable Housing Project, click on the Habitat for Humanity in South L.A. story on our website. That's it for Annenberg Radio News at 4 o'clock. We had help with today's show from Caitlin Funaro, Matthew Mundy, Lata Pandya, Bob Grace, and Ellie Wong. Victoria Sanchez produced our show. For everyone here, I'm Jennifer Chapsky.